Working with Warriors podcast by the team at the Regional Men's Health Initiative. Hello and welcome. My name's Owen Caddo and today I'm joined by fellow team members Glenn Dunkerton and Tom Hayes. How are you going guys? Good thanks Owen. Ta- yeah, good on, cheers. This podcast today we're just going to talk about our social and spiritual well-being and why it is important to us as as blokes and I guess it, it's what makes us tick and we're going to kind of define it um, the way we talk about it to blokes uh, when we go out and about and then why it's important to talk about those critical periods and challenges in our life and and if we have an understanding of it then we can be we more effective men when we get past this this isolated independence we've got. So in saying that, Glenn, when we, um, you know, we start all our talks and when we're, when we're out chatting to people and when we're doing one-on-one, we, we, we start with the, the real basis that our, our health and well-being is defined around three things, the physical, the mental, and then what we classify as, as the social and spiritual well-being. And, and, you know, we interpret that in a pretty positive way. Yeah, um, and it's important that that social spiritual is acknowledged and and spiritual being part of the description. Some people think, oh God, he's going to talk about religion. And some people find that, that, that social spiritual aspect through organised religion, but it's not necessarily the case for everyone. So it's the sort of place where we find our passions, the things that really make us tick, the, the, the things that, that we love and enjoy outside of our work. Uh, it's also it's where we find our sense of belonging, and some people will find that through a faith-based religion, but other people find it through connection with country, connection uh, with with family, with friends, with hobbies, passions and interests. It's just really those things that make us tick. It's culture, our own sense of identity, individuality, our own sense of self. It, it's really what each individual wants it to be. I think it's really important to have a conversation about it at a really grassroots level, because in the medical industry, they often focus more on probably the, the mental or the physical aspects, but um, forget about the, the social, spiritual stuff, is, and it's just so important. Yeah, it's part of our DNA, really, and, and, and it's what each, each individual wants it to be, and, and I guess it doesn't matter whether you're 18 or, or, or 88, if we haven't got that passions and interests or that individual identity, um, we are going to struggle when we're challenged. And I always say that there's two important days in a bloke's life, and that's you know when we are born, and and the second one is is when we work out what we're here for, you yeah. know, and um and that's an ongoing, you know, challenge through our whole life, and and it's just if we get this social and spiritual understanding right, in my opinion, then it gets blokes to line up the physical and the mental because we'll feel all right and we'll say, yeah, I've got a bit of understanding that and then I'll put my hand up to to perhaps go to the doctor and, and, and do something about those other important areas of our, our life. But but this is a really um, important part of our life's journey as well because because we, we have to build this capacity, especially when it comes to, say, passions and interests, we have to build this capacity in our life from... 16 to 18 to 40 to 50 to 70 or 80 because if we've got none of that stuff and and the shit hits the fan when I'm 80 um, or when I'm having a having a crisis at some other stage in our life well well we're left a bit alone mm. or more than we should be so so there's some other factors uh, you know linked to that as well Glenn yeah that's right Owen the the stages that 
we find are critical periods really are adolescence to 30 and there's that's a period of really sort of peak brain development uh, and it's, it's that transition I suppose from adolescence into manhood. There's midlife, which always gets joked about in terms of the bloke going out and getting the uh, sports car, that midlife crisis. But it's it's a time when blokes can find themselves having a struggle, whether it's the collapse of a business or the failure of a marriage or, or all the myriad of things that could happen in that sort of 30 to 60 sort of age bracket. And then finally, there's that transition time late in life. Uh, with, uh, and that's transition and retirement. And that transition might be the loss of a, a lifelong partner or, or that move into retirement where blokes who have established who they are is, is based on their occupation. And when that stops, they're left feeling pretty bereft. Yeah, Glenn. And that's why men really need to strive to create meaning beyond just an intimate partner and work because they do often limit themselves to just these two aspects of their life. And that comes, you know, through that that primal role of creating our identity, doesn't it, with blokes, you know, in, in the traditional way that men have been the provider, protector, you know, that warrior attitude and its staying strong attitude is, is kind of been reinforced by society over time. And, and you know, f- we do get our, our main identity or the majority of blokes, and that's why we're talking about it today, get their identity through, through being the, ro- the role and function that they do, where so that's i.e. work. Um, yeah. Whereas whereas women, you know, will tend to create their identity through through meaning and purpose uh, a lot more. You know, and they have families and go into the workforce and down to even changing their name. So there's a fair bit of transition um, in that space compared to to bloke space, and it's a traditional space that we still, as blokes, have to talk about. A lot more. I, I tend to think the ladies have transitioned better, or, or adapted better than than us as blokes. And um, and there's a real onset for that first stage. I reckon Tom in in that yeah. adolescence age. You know, I've got some sons that are 20, 20 and twenty eight, and and they're probably challenged more in that space by their cohort and their yeah. peers yeah. than than I ever was. I'm approaching sixty, and you know. So there is that different challenge. Yeah, during that adolescence period, we are only really just working out who we are and only beginning to just create our own individual identity. It is understandably difficult to create your own identity through your role and function when you've got the pressures of all the decision-making around career paths or attending uni and just all those plans you have to make after moving out of home. And as you said, Glenn, our brains are still developing during adolescence. We aren't going to be the same person when we're 25 Um, that we were when we were, say, 17 or 18. So it's important that we don't put all of our eggs into one basket. Um, Things don't always go to plan, and we even just change our mind over time as we're growing up. So, for example, if you don't get the grades you wanted to get into that course, or maybe we find that we're not inheriting that farm or business like we once thought, it's important to have more to to us now, to our identity, than just that one role or function. Yeah, it's like if a cog breaks off, Mm. Tom, and, and, um, you know, we just say... With the, and especially with the young blokes, I implore that, that that sense of belonging will quite often early start in their life out of the passion and interest. Yep. So it's really important if I like music and like sport and like racing cars or like the arts or like singing or whatever, is I implore with all young blokes to, to follow that passion and interest because it will give them that capacity to, to forge their path. Yeah, and just like our mental and physical health and well-being, it does require effort. 
It, it does. No, we, we've got to cultivate. We've got to cultivate that interest and passion. And um, sure, a, a fair bit of that comes from our parents. But it's um, but it's up to the individual to mm. to to grab it and and run with it. And we've got to do that during the good times because if we get burnt out or we hit the wall, we're not going to be able to deal with these things easily as maybe when we've got things um, sort of in order. No, that's right. So, so it really ties back into that definition of social and spiritual well-being. But there's there's also other challenges, Glenn, which which you know affect us. Yeah, definitely, Owen. Um, so there's a whole lot of things that that can affect blokes right throughout their lives, and that's things like not knowing uh, their own self, having low self-worth because they basically don't uh, understand themselves. There's that challenge of raising children, uh, which we all know can be problematic at times. Oh, yeah, and, and just chiming in there, Glenn, and, and it's, it is just a challenge of being a dad, yeah. you know, because there's not that they've thrown out the baby with the bathwater, but there's, you know, there's a fair bit of conversation out there around around the new roles of dads and but it, but it's just a changing role and the and the simple basic thing still hasn't changed but but we're being challenged and and certainly and and what's what's important to understand there is that there's there's no dad there that's gone out and become a dad by doing a uni course everyone's doing it by sort of suck it and see and and that and that's the that's the thing with parenthood and if you're modelling behaviour on how you were brought up then transition during this time is it can be quite difficult in terms of uh, understanding that changing role because the roles for blokes are changing in terms of being a parent, um, and and it and it can be quite problematic and trying to get your head around those the new way that that dad's father, um, and sometimes that results in fathers uh, feeling like either at work or as a husband that they're a failure, uh, and that can impact negatively on them. The lack of wise role models uh, we talk previously about um, mentors being a, a really important part for blokes and and sometimes just by their very definition that the mentor being that older wiser person because they're older perhaps they're not always there for us. Really critical point Glenn and you know sometimes I feel that I'm privileged to be able to have you know my dad as as my mentor throughout my life and and that's really important and then also have some other work mentors as I've moved on in, in my journey in life, but you know, I'm, I'm thankful my dad's still with us, and we and he he's provided a uh, a wise head throughout life, and so those those people, um, fathers and everyone else, and access to a father like figure as a as a as a role model or mentor is absolutely important and and important for for so it's important for me, Thomas, sixty, but it's important for you as a, as a younger bloke. Yeah, that's it. I would, I would suggest it's especially important for young blokes out there to have access to that wiser role model. This will be that person that helps sculpt our social, spiritual identity, really. There is a challenge for young people today, though, unfortunately, um, with less active fathers and father figures. When you consider back in the 60s, there was only about 10% of kids lived in a home without a dad. That number's now tripled, and there's potentially no one to fill that sort of mentor and role model position in, in their lives. So I guess what we say at the end is is that denial of this spiritual act aspect in our life, you know, is um, kind of is an inability to recognise, let alone discuss problems. So, so that really comes about and stems from that lack of self awareness and understanding of our emotions, and you know, it's where the stuff it all attitude comes from, and and a lot of what we do in the work 
that we do is is permission based. So we say it's oak to talk about this stuff and 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 spend some time finding that meaning and purpose in our life. And 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 we just have to spend some time and make an effort to do that, Glenn. Yeah, it's it. I suppose it's like anything, and 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 like you said, the the ladies are, I suppose, uh, that little bit more match fit at coping with change in their lives, and that it's probably a good analogy to make that we're not match fit at it because it the uh, the transitions we we're not subject to as many as the ladies, so they have that match fitness and we don't tend to. So, and that's not saying as well, Glenn, that it's not right or wrong. It's just the way it is. You know, we don't, we don't have to get in a yin and yang argument about it, do we? It's, no. it's just, it's, it just is fact because we talk to a lot of blokes and, um, you know, and a lot of ladies and, yeah, that's a really good analogy. Yeah. Yeah. So well, then we do talk about what can be done, you know, to, to put ourselves in a better spot as blokes under this social spiritual banner. And, and I guess we just talk through some of the things and, and I'll start with the real first point is about is is recognising ourselves for who we are because we're all different. Every one of us in the whole wide world, we're all individuals and we've got our individuality and that is really, really, really important, I reckon. I don't care whether we're in a community group or our family or the workplace, we're all different cats. Definitely. Uh, and you can see it within your own families, just the... Um the difference, even though we're members of the same family, the, just the difference between individuals. And and I know the temptation is sometimes for blokes when they're not coping with uh, change or they're not ready for change is just to bottle stuff up. But that willingness to talk about real issues is, is massive. And we're seeing a change in that with young blokes and older blokes that are, that are putting their hand up to, to want to talk about stuff when we're at an event, you know, whether it's late at night or in the afternoon or at lunch, blokes, blokes really want to talk about stuff in their life. So there is a change and, and, um, and I reckon, you know, blokes are, are meeting that head on and getting this understanding because, because when we do understand this space, as I said earlier, we then will put our hand up to, you know, to seek help on that physical or mental stuff it takes time too it's 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 generational change and and you can probably i know i can see it within my own family it, my probably my dad's willingness to talk about stuff my willingness to talk about stuff is probably a bit better than his and my son's is a lot better than mine and so that yeah. generational change is a fantastic thing we we just need to find the truth about us as individuals because we are spiritual and um in our, all in our own ways. And as you mentioned earlier, Tom, about making an effort, we can be far more effective men if we get over this independence. But part of that that challenge um, that we need to talk about and that we talk about is our in our workplace and when we're out at, out at gigs is, is about around the language around masculinity. And, and a quote out of our book, um, kind of summarise that I, I think where we're at and, and we are all warriors and, and it, it's how we're hardwired and we've just, got to, we've just got to reinforce the positive aspects of it and when we do that we can have a better understanding as well of this social spiritual stuff and it goes along these lines and the warrior that takes everything in life as a challenge, the warrior that me- meets life head on, the warrior that is grounded and understands his own social spiritual well-being the warrior that has qualities of good character, including discipline, assertiveness, loyalty to a cause, teamwork, protection of others, and most importantly, self-protection and care. And part of that little subset is putting that effort in 
as us as blokes because we all have to have self-care. And then the last little bit of that jigsaw is the warrior that has an honourable role as a father and, and I think that underpins a fair bit of the, the change that's going on in society Glenn, and we've got to just reinforce the positive aspects of it without throwing out the baby with the bathwater. Yeah, obviously there's that changing changing that language around masculinity, but it's really important that we are celebrating that those things that are those fantastic aspects of masculinity. Because I, I suppose there was a lot of that stuff uh, that that came out uh, around talking about things like toxic masculinity, which basically took a brush took a brush to the entire uh, male gender as opposed to the toxic behaviour and we acknowledge there is toxic behaviour but there's toxic behaviour across the board so it's important that we celebrate the stuff that we do well and encourage people to to keep doing it well. I, I always talk when I when I talk into blokes talk about the three things a man needs and um, I reckon it doesn't matter where you are what age or who you are and and, and they are each man needs someone to love each man needs to do something meaningful that's that sense of purpose and achievement and each man needs to have something to look forward to that sense of hope connectedness to community so really important that we just challenge ourselves um, and we get a better understanding of this social spiritual well-being for our overall health and well-being because I'm convinced in the work we do that if we've got a better understanding of this aspect we will put our hand up for other aspects of 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 our of our overall health and well-being. Thanks for the chat today, guys. And I guess if we just remember that if we can gain a better understanding of our social and spiritual well-being and what we've talked about today, it it will make us um, better men and and participate more in in our stages in our life and build capacity, which is which is really important. It makes us all more robust. Certainly does that. It's um, and it's equal in importance, I suppose, to the other those other aspects of our our physical and our mental health. It's it's a third pillar. Thanks for listening to our Working with Warriors podcast series. 